Hey girl, hey, it's your host V-Baby. What's up? I wanted to personally welcome and thank you for tuning into the Golly Girl Talk podcast. This is the podcast where you will find raw and unfiltered conversation regarding a variety of real life topics ranging from depression, generational curses, relocation, relationships, you name it, you've been through it. We're discussing it here each week. And here is the deal. We will be applying scripture to each and every topic. My goal is to show you how to let the Bible be the governing factor of your life so that you may experience the supernatural peace and joy God created us all to live in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Valora. Today I have with me um, a lovely guest. Her name is Latisa B. I met her, um, I want to say about almost two years ago. It was in June of 2019, I believe it was. She had a uh, conference. Uh, don't tell me, don't tell me. Life after conference. Um, and, it, and she's going to talk more about the life after, but it's, it, it was amazing. Um, it was definitely God sent to me. Uh, it was during a time that I was going through a really, really hard time. And I wanted her to come on the channel because we are, uh, this whole Godly Girl Talk is a ministry about going through something, healing through it, and then not just healing yourself, but helping others to heal. And I believe that Latisa also has the same with her ministry of life after. And I want her to kind of introduce herself, of course, and um, tell us about your ministry and your organization and what you do um, on a daily basis. Well, hello, everybody. Oh, oh, I hear back noise. I heard a little bit, but it went away. So, <laughs> okay. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Latisa B. And Valoria, thank you so much for inviting me to your platform. As Valoria said, I am the owner and operator of Life After Experience. And this is really an organization that helps women to to embrace the life after, no matter what has happened in their life. You know, it can be life after loss. It can be life after, it's not really life after any type of loss, debt, relationships, jobs. It's just life after anything, divorce. It doesn't really matter because I've been through a lot of stuff and I really didn't know what to do once the next life happened, the next chapter of my life. That's good. That's good. And yes, I, I definitely um love her her organization and i have the shirt i was going to wear it today but um i'm actually in alabama y'all recording so um things kind of got out of the way but i said i still want to get this recorded and i also set a tie with miss latisa and she's a busy lady i mean i'm i'm busy you know but she's way more busier than i am so i don't want to and especially since she's doing this we're absolutely free i thank god and i just pray that god will continue continue to bless her uh for that because you know people charging just to talk on the phone with you now like they like oh you yes. send me a text message that's 50 dollars oh and, and i i don't blame them because they're at that stage in their life so i you know i understand it um but i'm just thankful that you know because i'm not at that stage where i can pay <laughs> for everything you know but i will get there for sure uh that's gonna be you know i'm gonna probably be charging hopefully not for phone calls and text messages but for different services that I offer. I mean, it's just, you know, it's a part of the, the, the life we live, the, you know, when you do an organization, you're gonna have to charge for it. So, um, yeah, so for a topic today, y'all, we're gonna talk about uh, hurting, healing, and helping. So um, we all have gone through, as Latisa said, some type of hurt, like, like she said, it could be loss of a child or loss of a parent or loss of anyone through death, 
Um, it could be um, a uh, a divorce. It could be loss of a job. It could be loss of 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 life as you knew it. Um, some people have gone from having everything that they need to go into homeless. So that's a loss. Um, we lose many different things in life. And um, I've always, you know, felt like, okay, you know, why is this being taken away from me? And, you know, what, you know, what is it? And so I've learned that, and Latisa, I want you to chime in on that as well. Like, um, when I go through some type of loss or some type of hurt, I'm immediately like, okay, what can I learn from this? What can, you know, because I'm not going to sit there with the woe is me. I can't, I'm just, I've never been that person with the woe is me. And I, some people have, you know, that, that moment, they have that woe is me moment and that's okay. Um, but just don't stay in that woe is me moment. It's like, okay, what's next after this? Like, what do I need to do to actually properly go through this? Because I mean, we can go through things, but it won't be the good way. It won't be the healthy way. Exactly. Um, result to, you know, drugs, or we can result to, you know, different type of things to cope with the loss or the, the you know, the hurt or whatever it is. Um, did you want to say anything about that, Latisa? Yeah, well, I mean, I totally agree that when we go through things, I myself, I have to process it. And that processing time really depends on the impact, whatever that change had in my life. Sometimes I can just process it. It'll take me a couple of minutes, maybe to an hour. And then sometimes it's taken me a week to two weeks to process certain things before I can just start seeing what can I learn out of it. I allow myself to feel it. You know, a lot of times, a lot of people want to do when change happens that negatively impacts our lives, we don't want to feel it. We do anything and everything so that we don't feel it. Well, I now in this stage of my life, I try to feel everything. Because I don't want it to rear its ugly head up in the future. So right. I allow it the time and space it needs to feel that pain. Right. That's good. That's good. And I like, I like especially what you said about like, I don't want it to come back up in the future. Because what we don't understand is if we don't face it now, we <laughs> will see it again. It's not just going to go away. It, and, it will come back. Yes, it will. I it tell has, people that all the time you will never heal what you refuse to feel. Mm -hmm. Just because you avoid it now, it's not going nowhere. All it's doing is getting stored in your body. Mm -hmm. And the minute something else happened, it's gonna come back up. Mm -hmm. So now you're not dealing with just what happened. You're dealing with what happened now, plus what you didn't deal with before. Mm -hmm. So let's just take the time and acknowledge our feelings when change happens to us that negatively impacts us. That's good. That's good. And I mean, and, and, and who goes through life and doesn't get hurt? There's nobody. There's yeah, nobody. And, and, and I do believe that that's what, you know, our paths are. We are challenged. We are provided with change because this is the way we grow. Mm. If we're never provided with change or a challenge, we're going to stay stagnant. Mm. And what good are we stagnant? We're meant to grow. We have to serve a higher purpose. That's good. That's but something. we gotta we gotta change, you know. You gotta put some things in the fire for you to be able to shape it and mold it to it to grow to be the best thing it can. So sometimes we gotta walk through that fire to get to get molded. Right, right. That's good. Y'all excuse this noise. This is real life here. I'm at my parents' house and they have one of these old clocks and it just chimes every, I guess, 30 minutes. So hopefully y'all don't have to hear it <laughs> too many times. But yeah, that's what we're experiencing right now. But yes, that is so good. Like you said, there 
fire is the only thing that kind of really shapes us and mold us. Like we, you know, we, we, as people, we don't want to go through stuff. We don't want to hurt. We don't want to. And I mean, that's, you know, it's knowledge. I mean, it's not knowledgeable. It's, it's, um, it's normal for us not to want to hurt. Like nobody wants to say, you know what? I just want to be hurt today. I want to be hurt. I need to be hurt so that I can grow. No, we don't want that, but it's going to happen. And that's just a part of normal life process. And so if we know that it's going to happen, then let's go ahead and change our perspective about hurt. And that's key right there. I feel like if you change your perspective about pain or about change, then it it, it changed your whole world. Right. You know, uh, uh, one thing I like to tell my clients a lot, you know, because like you say, nobody wants to get hurt. I always use this analogy of going to the gym. When we go to the gym and you get in the gym for the first time, what are you going to feel? Pain. Because your muscles are not used to dealing with that stuff. So you get in there because, but you have a goal. You're trying to go somewhere. Well, there's some pain that we have to go through to get those muscles ready to be able to look the way we want them to look, to be able to slim it up. We have to go through some pain, but once we get through that pain, it gets easier. Every day gets easier, easier, and then we achieve our goal. And that's the same way we do with life. We all have a goal. You have, you have committed and said, this is what I want. You prayed, you've asked for it. So this is really you being prepared for the next level. You got to go through some pain to get there. That's it. Nothing's for free. So if you change your perspective and just say, hey, this is about me getting to the next level. Yeah, I do not like this pain that I'm in right now. This crap hurts. Yes. It hurts. Yeah. But take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't ignore it because, you know, even when you're going to the gym and you get those muscle pains and everything, you can't ignore that. What you do? You go get some Epsom salt. You go sit in the sauna. You know, you take a bath, a long bath. You're doing things to help your body to heal. Well, that's the same thing when we are hurting through life challenges. That's so good. Get help to help yourself to heal. Whether you got to speak to a coach, whether you got to speak to a therapist, you got to get to a priest, whoever gonna help you to get through that moment. That's your help. That's good. That's so good. Because it's going to get easier. It's going to get better. It will not hurt as much. Yeah, that's so true. That's so good. So so good. I love that um, the workout thing because like. And I was just telling my brother, I just don't stay consistent with like, not cardio. I'm good with cardio, but like weightlifting. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not changing the subject, but it's like, if you don't stay consistent with it, if you you won't ever heal, you won't ever see the results that you want. You got to start all over every time. Every time you feel that same pain. All over again. And it's the same thing with life challenges. Every time you start and you stop, you got to do it all over again. Mm-hmm. so just take the time and feel it that's right that's right and it's like you know I love that we're at that place where we can see it now but I wasn't always there and I'm sure you can speak to the same because I think you actually talked about it at your conference I wasn't always there and like actually when I came to your conference I wasn't there I went to your conference and I was like oh I felt good and I was like yeah and but I didn't keep going with right. the, you know the healing like going to see a therapist going to uh you know like really just really, you know, facing the situation that I was going through, which was at that time, it was just a separation. It had not been a divorce, but I kept tapping back in, like jumping back in the ring with him. And it was like, every time I get in the ring, I get knocked out again. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm out again. So then next thing you know, it's like, okay, get back in the ring again. And I'm fighting, you know, I'm, 
and I, I don't have much because I keep getting knocked out and I'm going back in and I'm really not getting like, you know, I'm not getting water and I'm not getting, you know, my my, my wounds bandages up. I'm not right. getting right. done, but then I'm going back in the ring, like half empty or almost empty, if you will. And just trying to fight. And it's like, I, you know, and then finally it was just like, I can't fight no more. I can't like literally I I literally did not even jump over the 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 whatever in the ring you know I didn't I didn't jump over the gate thing I'm just like you know what I give up you win you win and it's at that moment I began to heal at that moment I said I've come to the end of myself I've come to the end of trying to fight this battle by myself and that's when I just really just poured myself into God and my friends just told me last night I love to hear you know, feedback, because I think on it, you know, I always tell them, like, no matter if you think I'm not listening, I'm listening, and even if I don't feel like it applies to me, I still pray about it, and I ask God, like, is this, does this apply to me, is this, is there some truth in this for me, and they said, God was your rebound, like, they said, we, and then they said, it's not a bad thing, it's good that you rebounded with him, because you could have rebounded with a lot of different things, but you rebounded with God, and they was like, you went full in on God, like, full blown, but now I'm at a place where I'm, I feel safe with God, so I don't want to go out and explore anything else. I'm just like, I'm married to God. And like, they like, but sis, God wants you to be married to somebody else. God has, and I'm like, I don't feel that. And it's like, because you're trying to put up a defense, you're trying to, you're trying to like put up a wall to, you know, to you getting married again, because you feel safe with God. You feel like he can't hurt you and mm. he won't hurt you. And so you know that. And so you're like, okay, I know I'm safe here. So I won't go and be with nobody else because I know they could possibly hurt me because they're in, imperfect and I can hurt them because I'm imperfect. Um, but I'm playing it safe now. And that's not, that's not full, you know what I'm saying? That's not fully healing. So also I want to say to speak to healing just a little bit, because I know we haven't like, you know, kind of segued into it, but I think healing is ongoing too. You never come to a place where you just like, oh, I'm oh, I'm healed from this. Like, oh, my divorce, I'm healed from that. Or, you know, you lost your son, right? And so right. you can never say, oh, I'm healed from it. But some people may say, I see the way Latissa is now about her son. Like the way she talks about her son and she's able to talk about it maybe without crying or she's never able to go to the, the grave site without crying or she has started this memorial for him or, you know, things like that. And that's like showing, okay, like, or like Valor, I see now that she's not like broken anymore where she's like, can't even, you know, can't eat or uh, can't sleep or she's just always crying. She's very emotional. Um, you know, when she think about, you know, her life, she just feels like it's a failure because her marriage didn't work or whatever. Like they, they see me now like making steps, but I always tell people I'm still not healed. I don't think right. you ever one because there's triggers. It, you know, and even if you heal, you still gonna experience triggers, but your healing will, change your perspective even of the trigger as well you know um right I, I do believe that certain things i don't know if it's a certain thing that's called as healed i do believe we've learned to embrace what we've learned to embrace what we have right now and when i think about my son have i totally like healed 100 percent i don't know because I'm, i mean there's always a, a part of me that's gone I mean, I, I have this big picture of my son in the living room and every time I see him, you know, I blow a kiss and I feel that loss yeah. all over again. It's an emptiness there. Does it take me down like it used to? No, because I have done a lot of healing to be able to move forward and embrace that this is my new life. This is the life that I have. You know, a lot of us get stuck 
in our old life and we want we want to we want things to change that we have no control over yeah so when we get stuck there we don't know how to embrace the future because it requires some level of healing and when i think about healing i think about letting go I think about embracing. That's really what healing is. Letting go of the things that is keeping you in that place of stuckness and healing to the point where you're going on the path to say, you know, I'm accepting that this is my life. I'm accepting there's nothing I can do about what happened. I'm accepting that I am not the same that I was before this change. So now I'm going to embrace the new life I have. That is really to me what healing is. It's about, you know, letting go and accepting. That's healing. That's good. I like that. When you think of it from an emotional wound perspective, you know, those, these are not cuts that you can make and stitch up and they heal like that. No, that's not, that's not how healing works for emotional wounds. (laughs) That's a physical, physical is easy. You say, I take a physical wound over an emotional wound any day. Mm Because people can't see the emotional wounds. People can't see those. So you could be walking around and literally just dying on the inside. I did it for four years. Yeah. <laughs> I, the first few years, you know, for those who don't know my story, uh, my son was murdered when he was 19, just in the wrong place at the wrong time. And his life was taken from him senselessly. And I really didn't know how to accept his death. I didn't know how to move forward. So I for four years, literally about four, four and a half years, I wore this beautiful mask on my face. You know, when you saw me, you saw me smiling, laughing, dancing. Girl, I was doing all types of things because I was doing all that stuff to avoid feeling my pain, to avoid feeling the loss. I just kept myself super busy. But when I went home, I was broken, alone, and girl, I was full of sadness. But that's the things that we do. And when I think about all that, the journey that has taken to get me to this has been a roller coaster ride. <laughs> it's definitely been a roller coaster ride. Yeah. Now, I don't even know why I said that, but that's what was came out of my no, mouth. Maybe somebody weird. need to hear that yes. just now. Yes. Because when I tell you there is life after, there is life after everything. And I didn't think there was a life after losing my son. I just, I really didn't think it. I didn't see it. I didn't, it didn't, life didn't even matter to me at this time. I couldn't see the next day, but there is a life after, you know, but we have to choose. We have to choose it. We can stay where we are and wallow and be sad and sorry and, and stop living. Or we can choose to embrace the new life. Yeah. Not saying it's going to be easy, but there is a choice. And I think we all deserve to live. If you, were, if you were blessed to wake up the next day and still able to breathe this air, you have to appreciate the gift of now. Yeah, that's good. So, so, so good. Yeah, and you, you said, I, I didn't intend to say that, but the spirit does that. It always gives us what the person mm-hmm. that is going to watch this, the person that's going to listen to this. And I won't say the person, I'll say the people because there's going to be, you know, people that are going to listen to this and there are going to be pieces and bits and pieces that they need to pull away that they yes. need to take them off the edge and I believe that's why God even placed this topic on my spirit and then placed you in my spirit to say okay let me reach out to her you know and I'm you know I just love how God do because the whole time I'm thinking you know I meet you 
And, you know, in June of 2019 at a conference, you know, it's to help me during a time, but I never thought we would be here doing this. Like, you know what I'm saying? At that time, I'm like, oh, you know, that's so amazing that she has life after, you know, I know our losses are totally different, but mm -hmm. if she can go forward after that and she can, you know, live after that, like you said, and have breath in her lungs and go forward and, and, and smile after that and, and just have, you know, just have so much purpose after that. There has to be purpose in this for me. And I used to always look at that shirt and I used to like, you know, it has butterflies on it, I believe, yeah. right? And it's like, you know, I think about the process of the butterfly, you know? Yes. Oh, that's- so That's why I chose it. That's exactly why I chose the butterfly. Just thinking about the process of what it takes to take a caterpillar to a beautiful butterfly. Because I believe that's what we go through when we go through a transformation. We have to shed that old skin, that old body, because there is something beautiful that's waiting on the other side it's not an easy journey but when that caterpillar emerges baby it's so beautiful yes yeah because you couldn't tell me this would be me right now you know if we go back five years girl we we think going back 10 years from now when this first happened to say i'd be doing this stuff i tell you who are you talking to because it's not latisa yeah even five years ago this girl right here oh she is such the product of letting everything go. Yeah. Letting everything go and just living, living my life on my own terms and yeah. just allowing myself to feel. Yeah. Because for the first 40 some odd years of my life, I didn't feel anything. I didn't feel, you know, I covered it up. I avoided it. I didn't, you know, it's so good. We, you know, I'm being strong, you know, yeah. I got to be strong. Right. Independent women. Independent, Independent women. Yeah. Black, girl, let me yeah, tell you, I'll be like in there crying over a TV show now. <laughs> yeah, and that's me. I'm always crying at something now. And I, and you know, and you know, people may say, oh, you, you know, you're the weakest person ever. No, the people who are weak are the ones that are not crying. You say know, that again. Say that loud enough for the people in the back <laughs> to hear the you. People that are weak are the ones that are not crying because I remember those times when I was holding those tears on the yes. inside, trying to be strong, but really just killing myself. Exactly. Now that I release, I feel comfortable to release it because it comes out and it's like I and I know how to name it too. I know how to name why am I crying to this? I know how to name my emotion. That's a whole nother level of like living right there it to is. be able to release it and say it like it open up your mouth and say you know this is how i'm feeling because there's a lot of times we hold in our feelings you know just because of other people um you know or because of what we think people are going to say about us but girl a lot of times people don't even know what their emotions are mm. when when i talk to people and, and one of the things because i'm also a grief coach um for the audit the viewing audience or listening audience and one of the things that i do with my clients i want to know how are you feeling at the moment because that's what's important to me to get through those feelings a lot of times i don't, i really don't i don't know what it is so i have like an emotions chart that I need them to pick out the emotions that they're feeling because they really don't know how to articulate what it is they're feeling. They just know they're not feeling good. Mm. You know, anger and fear, anger, fear, frustration, hatred, all the negative ones are so quick to, to but all of the, there's so many emotions out yeah. there that yeah. we don't really know. And so many people can't articulate how they're feeling. Yeah. How do you, and, and so I think that's so amazing too, y'all. And I just want to point that out. Um, and I don't know if anybody else has caught it, but, um, or when you watch this video, I don't know if you will catch it, but she said she's a grief coach now. Like, 
she went through what she went through, but now she's a grief coach because you hurt, you heal, and you help. You help. Like, and that's that's the process, that's the process that you go through. And the help is she's a grief coach now, and she's mm-hmm. helping people go through not necessarily the same thing. Uh, it could no. be, you know, many different types of grief because grief is, you know, divorce, grief is losing a job, grief is whatever, you know, that brings you grief. Like that's just yep. what it is, you know. And so, but she's using that charge to be okay let me go and help somebody else because when you go through something like that you can help people you're better equipped to help people then you're not equipped to help people if you ain't been through nothing and that's what I always tell people too that's a good thing too it wasn't until I went through what I went through that shaped me because like really I mean you know people say oh you knew who you was I don't really think I knew who I was until I was shaken up and like all the pieces had just like came apart. And I was like, that's right. Okay, I need to figure this out. Like who, who am I? What am I supposed to be doing? And like, I always say now, it was hard. What I, I mean, my process and I know, and, and everybody has their own individual process. But some people say they went through divorce and it, they weren't moved by it. It was nothing for them. For me, it almost took me out of here. And because it was just, it, it was so many different aspects to it. It wasn't just the separation of him and I, and we didn't even have kids, but it was separation of our families. It was separation right. of the life that we had imagined, you know, that we had talked about and all the things that we had shared and, you know, breaking apart like the finances and the house and the car and, you know, all this stuff. And even now it's a year later. And even now there are still some things that are not completely, you know, like done with. We still have some things that are open. So this is still going on. And it was just terrorizing for me. Like, I was just like, I can't believe I'm in this situation. Like, what is my life? You know, like, and it, 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 was, it was hard for me. I'll just say that. And that, that was what I needed though. I, I, I know it sounds crazy to some people, but that's exactly what I needed. I'm not, I, I definitely wouldn't say that you would agree with this, that, you know, you needed your son's, no, absolutely. But for me and who I was uh, prior to my divorce and the separation and everything that happened, I needed to be, I needed that to happen. I needed that so that I can be this butterfly, you know, oh, exactly. I, yeah, I didn't want to I, say I feel you. I feel you, Valoria. So no, I didn't need my son to go nowhere. Trust me. Let me tell you something. I said I'm not the same person I was, right? I'm a totally different person. But my son is the reason why I am this person I am today. He was the one that when I turned 19 and I became a mom, he changed me then. He made me to the woman I was at 19. And when he when he transitioned, his debt changed me again. So my son is the total reason why I am Latisa B today. He yeah. is. I, I I am so grateful that I had the opportunity to be his mother. Yeah. Really, I am. Because the woman I was, she was okay. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. She was okay. She was doing the thing, but she was just existing. Yeah. She didn't have a purpose. She was just doing what she can do, what she knows. It's like checking the box. Go to college. Check. Yeah. Get a house. Check. Get yeah. a car. Check. Take off. Take care of my kids. Check. Take care of my mom. Check. That's yeah. it. That's all she was. Now this one right here, oh my goodness, I don't, I, I need two sheets of paper probably to do it, mm. you know, because she, she has a fire lit in her. She has a purpose inside of her. And that purpose was birthed from my son's death. Mm. 
So, I mean, no, I didn't want him to go nowhere, but if he had to leave me the way he did, I'm thankful that he has put something inside of me to make me transition and transform to the next level because I probably still be the old Latissa without him. And if I could trade, play, if I can have the old Latissa back yeah. in him, you know, I take him any day, right? Yeah. I'll take Absolutely. her any day, Absolutely. any yeah. day, but it ain't my reality. It's not yeah. my reality. Yeah. So let me just embrace this new one that's right here and use her to the best ability and use the gifts that God gave me. Yes. And that's, that's so good. That's so good because you said, if I could have her back, you know, I know the church folks probably think, oh, she probably going to say, you know, if I can have her back and have my son back, I'll just leave my son. No, face the reality. I want my son back. Don't get me, don't get me, don't get, you know, twisted here. I want my son back and I'll go back to that old person. Right. Because, yes, I love my baby and I want him here with me. Of course, that's the reality. So that's the thing. Face the reality. And I'm talking to myself. If I ain't talking to nobody else, I'm talking to myself because I used to be like, you know, oh, I don't want this, or I won't do this again, and I won't do that again, and it's like, but that's not really what you feel, right, that's not really what you really feel, like, you really do want this, you really do want a family one day, and so why are you saying you just, you know, you'll just settle for this, you know what I'm saying, and even if you, you know, you feel like you're not settling because you got God, the greatest thing of all, or the greatest being of all, greatest spirit of all, but you are selling because he has a plan for you and you like, oh no, I don't want your plan. Cause it's you getting in the way. You getting in your own way. That's it. Just let it, let it play out the way it's supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. And whatever happens will happen. That's yep. good. That's good. And I'm learning. I'm learning. And I'm grateful that I'm at a place where even now this is healing. Um, you know, it, it never stops. Like, so, and this is just a prime example of it never stopping because a lot of people think, oh, but Lord, you know, you're doing so good now, you know, you know, since everything happened or whatever, whatever. And I'm like, I mean, I'm better than I was. I'm not going to say I was, I'm not better, you know, and yeah. I'm thinking about that too. Like I have to stop like, um, you know, yeah, I do. I do. And, and, and I, and I have to stop doing that because like, I'm downplaying God. I'm downplaying what he's done in my life. And that's not fair to him. You know what I'm saying? And that's not fair to me either. So, um, yeah, I, I have to stop downplaying it, but I have grown, but there's still a process, uh, to take place every single day, you know, until I die, there will be a process that never stops. Um, and yeah, I don't know where I was going with this, but just saying like, Cause I, and I do, I want people to see that I still have stuff. Like, because I think when people get on platforms and stuff, they get on YouTube, they have a podcast so they start preaching and teaching the word of God. People feel like, oh, they like this all together. I want y'all to know that like, I am probably one of the most broken, like people that are just, just basically going through what guys, you know, teaching me and, and learn what I'm learning is word and just living it out. But my life is not all peaches and roses. Do I have joy every day? That's only because of God, because if I look at my life, I can go woe is me. I can go woe is me about something. I can go woe is me about my finances or about how my situation is now that I'm divorced and all this kind of stuff. But I, I why? What's the purpose in that? What's that going to do for me? How is that going to help me fly as a butterfly? How is that? It's not going to help me. It's like I'm going, I'm reverting back. I'm clamping my wings up when I do that. And I'm going back, you know, reverting back to the caterpillar. Like, it's like, bro, what are you doing? You know, you got to fly. Even if, you know, your wings have been cut or something, you got to 
fly it, it'll come back they'll you know they'll they'll fill out um <laughs> like that they regenerate yeah. <laughs> yes absolutely that's what that's the terminology for regenerate i'm like they'll fill out <laughs> but yes they'll regenerate absolutely you know just like with anything we cut ourselves it's in forms back over you know um so yeah that's that was that was good um so i so healing we we've talked about you know therapy and uh you know seeing a grief coach what are some other things that you can say help you with your healing process um i would say i had this little acronym that i use i think i actually taught it at that workshop the day that you came to the workshop if you say it, i bet you i'll probably come back to yeah it. it's an acronym i use is i, I call it my tools mm-hmm. it was it's my toolbox mm-hmm. and the t stands for time I had to give myself time, you know, a time to sit in my loss, sit in it and really reflect on what it is that's happening to me and how is it truly impacting my life and how is it changing my life? Nobody can do that for you. Yeah. These are all things that you can only do for yourself. Right. You know, another thing is I had to find a healthy outlet, an outlet. I danced. That's what I did. I danced and danced and danced. I got really good at it too. I mean, like to the competitive level, that's how I did. I danced. And what that healthy outlet allowed me to do was to be able to find some peace Mm -hmm. where I had a euphoric high, you know, where if I needed to escape for a minute, I need something to free my mind from the the pain and the the turmoil and emotions that are going on. I needed a break. I knew I can go dancing. Mm. Some people, you know, bowl. Some people go to church all the time. You know, everybody need a healthy outlet. And I think another thing, I had to have an open mind. Mm -hmm. An open mind to see the world differently now. Where I think what helped me so much with accepting my son's death is that I changed the way I looked at his death. Instead of what I lost, I looked at what I had the opportunity to have. I became grateful for it. So I became grateful for the 19 years I had with him because I realized not everyone got 19 years. Some mothers didn't get 19 months, better yet, 19 days. So I started being thankful for those 19 years and it helped me to keep moving forward. And then I had to give myself permission to live. That right there, living, I stopped living. I don't know. I guess it's like my son's gone, even though I had another child, but a big part of me was gone. So I wanted to just stop, stop doing everything just, but no, I had to give myself permission to just live and continue to move forward and find new things to kind of feel, maybe feel at the space that was left in my heart. And then the last part, you know, that support system, not only therapy, therapy didn't work too well for me. And let me tell you why therapy didn't work too well for me, because I didn't find the right therapist, someone who had experienced what I experienced, Yeah, you know, and it's, and and that's why I ended up going to a coach because a coach was able to relate to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A coach was able to give me, okay, I know what you're feeling right now, but if you do this, this will help you through instead of a therapist, unfortunately, just having a checkbox said, I'm a grief coach. Uh, I'm a grief, you know, I'm a grief specialist. Yeah. So those things really would help me throughout the entire journey to get to this place that I'm in right now. That's good. My toolkit. I love that. I love that. 
I think, I mean, I think you just really wrapped it up in that. Like you, you, you wrapped up the, the healing part in, into mm-hmm. an acronym. And that's good because that can apply to any person because if you can make it individual, you make it what you need it to be, but you need to cover those bases. You need to have yep. give yourself the time. You need to have the open mind, the outlets. You need to live. You need to have the support, whether that yes. support is, like you said, a therapist or a, a coach or a pastor or That's whatever right. anybody. You, it, it, it's, you know, it's whatever you need to get through that. It doesn't have to be a specific way. Like you have mm-hmm. to do X, Y, and Z, but you want to make sure that you cover all those bases of the tools, yes. however you cover. Yes. Yeah. That's good. That's so good. That's so good, y'all. So, and, and if y'all listening and y'all feel like Latisa can help y'all. I'm going to have her information um, in the uh, show notes. So y'all will be able to um, find her and, you know, submit for consultation um, because I think she's amazing. Um, As a matter of fact, I know she's amazing. I won't say I think. I know she's amazing. She may not be amazing for you, but you can find (laughs) out. She may be, um, but I know she's amazing. So, um, yeah, so I really don't have anything else for healing because I definitely think covering all those bases um, I do still have my notes from the conference that I went to. <laughs> so um, I need to, re, you know, re-up on that. But that just really just put me that tool, like that toolkit. And it's like, you know, That's when something you breaks, need. something happens, you need a toolkit. You need your toolkit. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. I always use my toolkit and anything that happens in my life, my toolkit, I always, I always reflect back on it. Cause it's not, and then too, I like the toolkit because it's not one of those things that you put away and you're not going to have to have to use it again. Toolkit, you always got to bring it out. Honestly, yep. you need to have your tools with you all the time because you don't know what's going to happen. All the time, you make it a part. You make it a part of you. You just make right. it a part of you and your life and what you're doing going forward. Yeah. Yep. That's good. Yeah. That's good. So then we talk about the help portion, which is, you know, and, and that can look different. Like you said, you're a grief coach. Um, you also do conferences. Um, I'm sure you probably do things, you know, in the community when you see people or, you know, randomly, how does that look? How does the help part look for you? Like as a whole? Right. So I help on so many different levels on different types of organizations. Like, so one way I help, um, from nonprofit, I'm on the board of the Houston hospice. So I help in that way by help running an organization that helps people who are getting ready to prepare for the transition. So that's one way I help in the the community. Another thing, I'm the host of Overcoming and Becoming. It's a TV show that that explores the different dimensions of healing. Because I know everybody doesn't have a great girlfriend, maybe that they can call to get great advice. Or maybe they can't afford a therapist or even a grief coach. So what I did, I put on a TV show called Overcoming and Becoming, where I invite great, amazing women to come and share their stories and not only share their stories, but to tell us what you did. Because mm-hmm. if you can't tell me what the what you did, you are no value to my, my viewers. Come on, that's good. Right. So we, we, we're trying to help people to heal here. We're, we're trying to heal together. Yeah. You went through divorce. Okay. How did you get through this public divorce? Right. Okay. This is what you did. How right. did you get through? How did you get through the trauma of being um, human trafficked? This is okay. This is what she did. You know, so it's like giving people some tips on how to start moving forward if they don't know what to do. That's good. So, 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 so good. So many different points, like you said. And I think, and like, even though, like, I feel like, you know, I feel like all of this ties together. It ties together and it reminds me of our spiritual gifts that God gives us all. Like, 
God gives us all different spiritual gifts, but he says that we all are one body and it's one mm -hmm. being, one spirit that gave us, the, you know, the gifts. So everybody got different gifts. And so you can't say, you know, um, I don't, you know, I don't want to work with that person. I don't want to work with this person. We all need to work together to help one another. Like we have to, because we all have different gifts. So you may say, you know, I can't help you with that, but let me refer you to so-and-so. Exactly. Or, you know, like you said, you bring people on your show and they talk about what they did, their process. So you're, you're helping people across the board to, who going through things that you probably never even went through. You probably no, never no. been human traffic, but no, you I somebody who has been human traffic or is in human trafficking at this point, get through that because you brought somebody else on with their gift, their experience. Yes. And that's yes. key. Like, you know, people want to do things by themselves. They want to be a one man show and it's impossible for you to reach people. If you're going to be a one man mm -hmm. show. Like, because you're only going to reach the people that have gone through what you're going, right. you know, you're going through. And then even then, what you go through and how you go through it is different. You know, totally different. Yeah, totally different. I mean, losing a child, depending on how old the child is, is two, three different types of coaches. You know, from whether the child was a um, didn't didn't come through as a miscarriage yeah. versus a newborn versus an early age versus a, an adult versus an older kid. They're all different types. And so I can't speak to all that, but I can speak to having a kid, a teenager that died. I can speak to that, but I can't speak to nobody else's journey. Right. And that's why I do like to invite other people who can speak to the journey that's more equipped to provide better information to help you to move forward. That's good. That's good. Y'all listen, I have been blessed by Miss Latissa B. I'm so grateful to God that you came on with me and you agreed to this because it has been amazing. Like it has been amazing. I mean, healing for me, even now, like even just listening and having this conversation with you, like this is going to probably flow through me all week. And, you know, I mean, on and on because it's just like, it's, it's, it's like you can always learn something and always being like willing to learn something from every person because like I was like well you know her son you know that's different from me but it was so much that I learned from you and even the ladies that was there at the conference yes. you know, like they're all they're different situations and it was just like wow you know and to know you know that people like even now as a helper you know I you know I have the golly girl talk ministry and then I have um, connect groups, you know, of small women, group of small women that I talk to, I mean, small women, small groups of women that I talk to. And even like my friends or my family, you know, I feel like my, my, my main ministry is my family. Like, I feel like that's where my main work is with my family. Like, because like, I feel like your family is, is, is first, like they're the first people you need to reach. You can't be out here going outside of your house to help other people and you're not even helping the people in your house you know it's like you walking past the sick people in your home not giving them medication taking the medication that's for them out to the community and it's like mm -hmm. you're sick we live with you you know so mm -hmm. i i feel like that's you know mostly my my first ministry if you will um and where was i going I don't know, but it's okay. You know, but I get what you're saying though. I get what you're saying. Because my husband tells me that, yeah, I'm married now, girl. Yes. <laughs> Come on. I think you were when I um I must have just got married. I must have just got married. Yeah, I got married in yeah, I had just got married. You're right. I just got married in December. Okay. So, but my husband tell me all the time, he said, Latisa, 
when I married you, I married my pain. And I look, I'm like, what? He said, let me clear it up. I said, yeah, you got to clear that one up. <laughs> he said, just being around you, you forced me to feel my emotions. He said throughout his whole life, he never really, he just avoided everything, but he can't avoid his emotions around me not you. because of what I do. Right. I'm always encouraging not only him to speak what's on your mind. What are you feeling? You know, other people, he hears it. He said, I can't help but to live it just being around you so that's the same thing with you and your presence with your family you, you your family is going to resonate from you from all the healing that you're doing it's it's come it's going and you don't even see it they're watching you yeah that's good that's good and like you said i don't even have to say anything just being nope. in like me being in their presence and my aunt has said that um my cousins have said that and so i definitely believe that and even other people that's been around me like they said that, like just watching me, even my dad, he goes, you know, you're going to be a preacher one day. And I'm like a preacher daddy. He's like, yeah, he's like, you got a lot of knowledge. He's like, I just, I'm like, okay. And, you know, and he talks, you know, he talks to me a lot. Like he may not talk to other people, but he talks to me and I value that. You know, I'm like, thank God that he talks to me, you know, because obviously he feels, he sees something in me. He sees understanding in me that he doesn't see in other people. And I'm grateful right. for that, you know? And it's like, you can't be out here helping everybody else and people in your, you know, your own space are, you know, are sick. But um, yeah, like I, I've, I've enjoyed this so much. Um, did you want to say anything else before we close out, like to the listeners, the, the viewers? Yeah, I just want to say again, you know, thank you for inviting me to this platform oh. because um, I love talking about healing and helping everything that you said. That's why it was so easy for me to say yes, you know, because it is me giving back. I do know who your audience is and what I have to say, I do believe is valuable to your audience. And another thing that I do is, you know, when I deal with grief clients, a lot of the times I was dealing with mothers because they attract me, you know, because I've lost a child and they can relate and I can relate to what they're doing. But when my clients will come to me, there's really nothing I can do or help them or say to them that's going to make them feel better about the loss of their child. So a lot of the things that we were talking about really was about dealing with stuff they never dealt with in the past, all the stuff that they covered up and just pushed down. Mm -hmm. So what I decided to do, I start working with women to let go of the stuff that they refuse to feel so that when they do have to have a life changing event, like the death of a, a loved one, mm -hmm. they're only dealing with the death because through the years we've let go of everything else. And letting go, when you let go of all that pain and those limiting beliefs that you've been holding on to all the years, it allows the gift that your creator has given you to emerge because we all have it, but it's covered. It's covered with all this pain. It's time for us to let this pain out, let it go, let's feel it so we can be and become the creatures we were created to be. You know, I, and, I, and I think I love spreading that message to everybody and anybody that's ready to let go and really just embrace who they were created to be to see what their gift is. Just let me know, you know, because I, that's what I do. I help people to uncover their gifts and start getting to that next level so you can transform and give back, be able to help others because we all have a voice. That's it. That's good. That's so, so good. And I can tell like your passion 
in it like when you're talking it's like your energy rises like and there's nothing like when you're talking about something it's like I transform girl and it's like who is this person I transform when I look at myself on camera I said girl you're alive it's beautiful it's so beautiful though because it's like you know so many people are just like you know they want the healing for themselves and they want to keep it to themselves but they're not healing the right way because if you heal if you're healing the right way you can't help but to want to spread it like they say hurt people hurt people but heal people people. heal people heal people heal people just like hurt people hurt people heal people Mm -hmm. happy people or joyful people they want to see other people joyful they don't like to see yes. people sad and down and out they like baby i can help you i can help you get here like let me help you i'm excited too like yeah that's yeah but see that's the hardest part though the hardest part is making the decision that you want help and a lot of people it take them a long time I mean how long did it take you I know how long it took me to know that I was ready for that next level yeah yeah it took me a long I would say a long year and just a long I would say a long year the whole 2019 because I found out about the situation with that kind of like turned the door in my um my, my past marriage and so from 2019 yeah, from all the way from 2019, all the whole year of 2019, it wasn't until like maybe it may, I think it had to be January 2020 is when I was like, you know what? I I I, I want to let this go. I want to yep. let it go. I, I want to let it go. I tap in, I'm out. Cancel let me it out. Go. And I was like, I went and did everything peacefully. And I remember people used to tell me, they was like, you keep on talking about you're gonna do this, you're gonna do that. But when you really do it. You ain't got to tell nobody. You ain't going to tell nobody. You just going to do it. And I was like, literally, filling out divorce paper, signing everything, like, mail this here, mail that there, do this, do that. And it was like, and even my ex-husband at the time, he was like, you know, you're not really doing this. You can't really do this. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Yeah. When you're done, you're done. Yeah. You know, we, we do try to really hold on and we try to do the work, but once our mind is made up and we done, we finally reached that decision, say, okay, I'm done. I'm letting my hands go. I'm ready to let this all go. We put action in place. Yeah. We ain't got to say nothing. Yeah. The actions will speak for itself. That's it. That's good. Yeah. And I feel like when I did that, when I actually let go, the release. Oh, scary. It was like, hold on, wait a minute. What are we doing? What's this? This is uncharted territory. Never yes. been here before. Like, uncharted. what about I, I like that. Uncharted. Yeah, <laughs> it was like I let go and it was like chains fell off of me. Like chains that I didn't mm-hmm. even know I was hooked up to. Yes. They had released. And I was like, Yes. Holy. Yes. Like, you how let, come you I let go all that free? weight? Yes. I let it go. It was like I was free. And like, people was like, when I got my divorce decree and stuff, I was just like, Thank you, God. Like, I just feel so amazing. Like, and I never thought, I thought I would get the divorce decree and be like, oh, it's, it's real. It's real. You know, that type of thing. But I was like, no, this is it. Yeah, I I think when I I've been through a divorce before and, you know, so I can relate to a lot of the things that you're talking about. And when I first did it and made the decision, it was very uncomfortable because like you say, it was uncharted territory. I was by myself, you know, it, it, it was odd for me, but once I did it all and let it go, I'd look back and say, why didn't I do this sooner? Woo! 
You know, it's like I was so afraid of the unknown, so afraid. And but then when I did it, it's found a release and found and see how how freeing it was. It was like, girl, what was you thinking of? You should have been there this if you knew this was going to be your life. But a lot of times if we know what the outcome is going to be, we're going to do things if we know what the outcome. And I think because we never know what the outcome, it scares a lot of people from even trying and doing things because they don't know what the outcome is. And they rather stay what, as they say, the devil they know instead of the one they don't. That, ooh, that's so good. That's good right there. And it made me think about, like you said, um, with the, you don't know what's on the other side, but it's like, literally I was in a cage and I actually had the key to get out of the cage. But I was sitting in there with the key and I was like, I, I do. Want do I go? Yeah. Look, they feed me in here. I'm getting yeah. food. I do see the sunlight, but I got the key in my hand to freedom. But they come take care of me every day. And I don't know if I get out of this cage, what's going to happen if they're going to feed me. Am I going to be able to feed myself? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I can walk out, but can I do everything myself? They taking good care of me. Ooh-wee. And I'm like, Jesus, but when you open that cage and you get out of there, and it's like, like you said, you look back at the cage, like, why did I let you hold me captive? Why did I, exactly. Why did exactly. I let you do that? And it's nothing bad about that person. It's more about me. It's, it's like, you. Hey. It's you. Yeah. It's you. It's you not valuing yourself yeah. to the point to say, I deserve more. I need better. It's you. We, we do this to our own selves. We do it to our own self. If a lot, if a lot more of us stood up for ourselves and what we believed in and was able to communicate our wants and our desires the way it's meant to be, yeah. a lot of the relationships that we go through, child, we wouldn't be in them. I knew I wouldn't be in them. I knew I wouldn't be, but I wasn't able to communicate that. You know, I, I didn't. I didn't know how. I just found my voice about four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I found my voice. Look, you know what I want and what I don't want now. You know what I'm accepting, what I ain't going to accept. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't have that when I was young. I didn't know how. I didn't know how to communicate. Women don't have a voice. So many women don't have that voice. Nope. Like they don't. And then like sometimes they start, I can tell like some people that I see, they start tapping into that voice and you see them tapping into it. And it's like, sis, it's coming out. It's birthing. And then something comes and it shut it back down. It's like, oh man, yep. like she's back silent again. Like she back in it again. And it's like, because nothing wants you to break out of that because the enemy knows that once you actually break out and you get your voice, he done. He know he can't it's get It's a wrap. It's a wrap. There's no saving them. It's a wrap. Everything that they, everything that's been put against you will no longer have any weight. Mm. You know, let's keep them dumb and ignorant. When you're dumb and ignorant, you are in place. You are controlled. It's when you get educated. Mm. <laughs> you know, you get educated. It's a wrap. We can't, we can't do nothing with an educated person. So a lot of a lot of things is against you to keep you dumb. <laughs> yes. But then, like you said, once you get on that other side of it, the things that Ooh, were so beautiful back, they actually become fuel. They actually become the very things that pushes you into further purpose, further destiny, further success. Like it's like yes. I never thought that this would actually put me here. Like yes. I never thought like me going through that would actually make me here. Like, and it's yeah. like how, why would you sit on that and not tell somebody else? Like, it's like you got a million dollars. Like I always tell people about salvation. You have a million dollars and you can teach everybody else how to get a million dollars, but you just, you, you just going to be quiet about it. There's no way you're going to be like, 
it's the power if i tell you how to empower yourself then we're all equals yes so i can't empower you i have to let you stay there so i can feel good about being me because mm. if you are the same as me i'm not special because mm. you don't value yourself enough you don't see yourself as special as who you are you have to be above people in order to feel special so that's some inner work that's some inner working that's got to going on with you because let me tell you so i don't care who got more money than me you ain't gonna tell me what my worth is because i right. know what my worth is right right you can have all the fancy things at the end of exactly. the day I who i am and that stuff don't make me the stuff and the, no. the fame and the followers you know some people be like oh you know this is what you gotta do to get these many followers i ain't gotta do nothing but do me do what god That's told it. me to do and then the followers gonna come the followers that he already had for me they're gonna come i ain't gotta do all these ads i ain't gotta do all this do what god told me to do and the rest of it's gonna come i don't have to do nothing yeah. else if the if all you got to do is remember your why and that's what i do and everything that i do because you know heal the healing space nobody really they don't really think they need to heal you know yeah. until you really like go through something nobody's not trying to heal but yeah. the people that need to hear me they hear me yeah. they hear me so it doesn't even matter the people that need to hear the word that i have to say they hear me when they need to hear it yeah good well, I have totally, totally, totally enjoyed this time. Um, I just hope and pray that, you know, those of you who are listening, those of you who are watching, uh, who will watch this, who will listen to this, I hope and pray that you take this information in and not just hear it and not do and not act on it. Like if it's yeah. even just getting with Latissa and setting up, you know, first appointment to see where you are, what you need um don't don't sit on that don't because it's it's wasting years like like uh latissa said she waste she did four years of you know i just wasn't living i did one year of it you don't want to have to do none because you got people who've already done the time for you they've already done the prison sentence for you you don't have to be in prison you don't even have to go to prison these people here telling you listen i got you probation right here i'm gonna keep you from going to prison you don't even have to go where i've been to so i got you but some people we do know like you said those who just want to go to prison for themselves they just got to go to prison they, they, they got they got to touch the fire and see it's hot themselves but hey you know that's somehow that's how people learn some people are visual learners they need to they need to touch it and see that it's really freaking hot you know but that's okay you know we all have our own journey and how we come to pass what, what we what we need to do and i also just want to offer this free gift to any of your your listening viewing audience um if you go to my website, www.imreadytoletgo.com, I have a free gift. It's basically how to let go of the emotional pain without going to therapy. That's good. Thank you so much for that. And I hope and pray, like I said, that they, you know, that the listeners will go. I know I am because I remember you, um, you know, telling me about it. And I was like, and you were telling me, like, I believe that you're going to be a coach one day. And I'm like, I like that idea and I thought about it and I've heard people actually say it to me but I'm like I think I need to get under coaching myself like get in my own you know even though I'm you know I've gone through this and it's been a year I still feel like there are things that I still need to address and I feel like yes. coaching and therapy is not one of those things like I mean if you do it and you do it for a session like you do it for you know a, a you know, I don't know, uh, six months or whatever, because of budget reasons, I get that. It's good. It's better to do some, I would say, than to do Didn't none. Happen. But 
I feel like it's an ongoing thing. I feel like it should be something that's included in our budget. You know, just like we include food, just like we include money for clothing, include money for trips and things like that. This stuff ain't going to help us for real. This coaching, this therapy is what's going to actually help us in life. You can totally have all clothes. Totally agree. Yes. I, I invested a lot in um, coaching and therapy. Trust me. It's the only way I'm able to be this person I am today. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it alone. I didn't do it alone. That's true. That's yeah. True. So for any of your viewing audience, they can always connect with me at, on Facebook. I'm at Latisa B. And on Instagram, I'm underscore Latisa B. Or you can always just go to my website, www.latisab.com. Yep. And all of this information will be um, in the show notes on the podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube, it will be um, down in the um, the notes area where you find all the information from the video. Again, Latisa, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so, so much for being on here with me. I really, really appreciate it. And I am going Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Godly Girl Talk. I pray that something was said that spoke directly to your heart and situation. Please refer to the show notes for all the gems shared throughout the episode today. Also, be sure to check out my website at IamAGodlyGirl.com where you can explore all things Godly Girl. And lastly, please subscribe, share, rate, and review this podcast. See you next week. I love you. Be blessed. Mwah.